0: Well, Podwalkers and welcome to finally getting around to the epic extravaganza five year anniversary of the podcast, which actually happened in the middle of June. But as people who listen to the show may know, we have not consistently been putting out anything as a complete cast for, uh, well, since the magic gone. So we've been waiting to get um, and, you know, do our fifth anniversary episode for you all. Um, One of the things that we have done is we've solicited uh, clips from some of our former guests, some of our Discord members, people on Twitter, whoever wanted to. We opened this up. Those are going to be at the end of the episode today. We kind of stitched them all together. We're going to let you all listen to that as kind of the second half of the episode. The first half, though, we want to talk about some of the themes that we heard that that came up in those clips that we think are important to us as the hosts of this show. Before we get too much further along, uh, this is hob Um my pronouns are he, him. I want to make sure that we are giving a shout out to all of the great people that we work with um, historically on the show that have il- allowed us to keep putting this out. So all of our patrons, everybody who's in our Discord, these are the people that we want to just from the top really thank for all of their support over the last five years. Uh, those who follow us on Twitter, where we are kind of the most active, I would say. And then also Quiver Time.
1: great uh, so- Hobbs, breaking news. It's not Twitter anymore.
0: Oh, well, it, it, oh man, yeah. it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's an unpronounceable symbol as far as I could tell. Yeah. It's the one that I use to close out websites. So
2: yeah. that's ironic.
0: Um, time to leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's one out, closed the door. Right. By clicking the little X in the top corner of X. Um, yeah. Unicode X, too, for their placeholder, yeah. which is just perfect for branding. You throw a placeholder up when you make a major shift in your brand. You throw out a branding where your name
1: is a verb that has become
0: synonymous with social messaging. Right. (laughs) That's what you do.
1: Hey, you know, they're just trying to
3: get in there and do better than um, Max for rebranding and losing one of the most recognizable names in their industry. (laughs)
1: That's true. They've
0: done it. They're 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 successful.
3: Number (laughs) one in that field now. Uh,
0: you did it, Elon! You did it!
3: <laughs> I saw that take on Twitix, whatever, <laughs> earlier today, so I can't take credit for that. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, yep, absolutely.
0: I, I did make a joke. I had seen plays on it, but I made a joke that Blue Sky, which is one of the other, the main one that I've been posting on, uh, that there are new invites that you get rolled out should be called X-Gun Give It To You. Yeah. Um, so... You know, there's a lot there's a lot of humor to be found in this situation, I guess, if we just continue <laughs> to laugh at the heat death of the universe. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, uh, X or Twitter. Or whatever so, it's going to be called, for I, I'm sorry, interrupted
1: you as you were thinking, Quiver time. No, I'm yes. sorry,
0: yeah, we have sponsors, yes. and that's
3: all important too. But in the spirit of the Goblin Lord podcast on our fifth <laughs> anniversary cast, I need to continue this and just highlight the fact that Hobbs, you just made a reference to the heat death of the universe. And yesterday, I had to explain that to a coworker because I just sort of offhandedly made that reference. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I noticed it, Hobbs, and I appreciate
0: you. thank <laughs> you. So we were was- we were going to thank uh, the amazing people at Quiver Time who have given us multiple quivers to give out as giveaways and who um we have a well I have a code I am an ambassador technically Hobbs Q ambassador to the stars I think is what they they called it. Um but we have them we have grinding coffee company who always has given us stuff to give away, always kind of has partnered with us, been supportive of us, willing to retweet our work. Um, We have Rote Runner, who when we, Alex and I did, Alex, I actually started reusing my Rote Runner, by the way, buddy. Nice. Like like two weeks ago. Um, But I reached back out to Irfan, who had been on the show with Alex and I, and he sent me more Rote Runners to give out. Um, you know, original magic art. Technically, you get a discount there if you want one. I've done a lot of kickstarters with them, but they we have just a general goblin lore. Go buy stuff. Uh, we've had these people that have been very willing to work with us. Am I missing anybody that I, I should be thanking? In Grandin Coffee Company, did I miss yeah. it?
3: Or did you say that one? <laughs> I got that one. Okay, good because I'm like that's the one that I've always like. Try to remember Ask when what. we do episodes, and I tend to forget them yeah. because I don't drink coffee. But they are very
0: important. They've been. I try, yeah, I try to remember because they were like the first people we really partnered with, and they've just mm-hmm. been amazing. Like considering just, that most of their work is streaming and like video and everything else, they're still very willing yeah. to like give a discount to our <laughs> listeners and to supply coffee at times for giveaways. So yeah, that was a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean and hipsters. Hipsters of the coast, hipsters yeah. The coast? yeah. Yeah, we should say "Kipsters of the Coast" for you know they 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 do like put our episodes out there. They were willing to host us kind of early on. They help pay our hosting fees. They have kept us uh, in in new and upgraded materials, which is why Goblin Lore has one of the best sounds out on the market. They say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know at then- this point. <laughs> Just try to get us introduced.
1: I mean, this is this is a perfect episode for us already, and we're you know, <laughs> we're not through introductions yet. And we're already we're, we're giving people exactly what to expect. in the Gobble Lore podcast. We <laughs> have
3: exactly one third of our cast that has introduced themselves so far. It's perfect, perfectly
0: on brand, <laughs> and lots of voices are talking. So if you're just finding yeah. us on our fifth anniversary, uh, this is not me, Hobbs, doing multiple other voices. At least that's what I claim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, let's just do introductions of the host first, and then we'll do our questions. All right. Well, since I started talking, I guess
3: I'll continue. I'm Alex, found on X. Chronicle <laughs> for now? Found,
0: yeah, really? Well, you know, it's like one of those things, like you're not always found on Twitter either, so no, who knows? No. So, I, no I,
1: I am, I'm going to be like, elon with trans people and refuse to call it x
0: and just keep using twitter i i saw a bunch of posts about this like oh now you want people to respect the yeah. name
3: yeah. yeah i saw somebody it was something like yeah now elon's gonna find out what it's like when someone starts it continues to use your dead name yeah <laughs> yep yep Yep. yep. Oh, and my pronouns are he, him, mill uh, no underscore chronicle. <laughs> I don't even know if I said that. That's where I'm at on there for now. I honestly don't know if I slash what I'm going to quit and what I'm going to do after that. Uh, I'm not on any other social media. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll <figure laughs> you're, out you're,
0: I mean, is Discord social media? I mean, kind it's, of, but it's not really like it's open community? To,
1: It's a. I guess, com- we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking. Yeah.
0: Discord. So yeah, we'll say. That. Yeah.
1: Uh, Hi, I'm Taya. Taya transcends on Twitter. Uh, She, her, they, them pronouns. Uh, Also, Taya transcends on Blue Sky. I've been posting a bit more there, but not super active. Um, Can find me there, though, and I'll probably be more active there as I continue. I've started my quest to get banned from Twitter by calling... (laughs) (laughs) Telling Elon Musk to go F himself. Um. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I have said
0: a lot of non family friendly stuff about Elon Musk today. (laughs) I mean, might as well at this point. I I even have flat out (laughs) named other. other social media sites, um, oh, especially because yeah. they were trending for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> again, like you're, if what you're doing is you're getting trends to be your competition. <laughs> you're doing well. You're doing yeah. well. Oh my God. Oh, so. so, so
1: yeah. All right. Yeah. Question of the week
0: yeah
2: yeah it, it, <laughs> Alex um...
0: proposed it so, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> i like how i was like alex you could go last and then i'm like well you proposed it so you at least have to say what it is
3: okay so in in the in the spirit of doing our fifth anniversary i figured it'd be fun just to talk you know one of our you know favorite things or something we're thinking about from the from the cast something that we really like wait what? wait wait or... what oh What's up?
0: not food rocks or explosions
3: yeah outside of those those are okay, those are goblins okay. three favorite things outside of those but like what's everything
0: about the cast I mean
3: did, no
0: wait you, you, like you just said not from there. not food rock and explosions though from the cast even though no
3: no okay okay okay. Just had, we do not have any goblin lore branded fireworks
0: glad we're for not, that oh. not,
1: you can't pick tangents either <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <That's> <laughs> that actually reminds me of something that happened the other no. <laughs> well okay I, I well i think you go first there alex all no, right oh i promised alex that do you have an <laughs> answer you can go last because that's something i can say i've got an answer go for it It actually is the food episodes, Um, (laughs) which we haven't done one in a while. But like the color pie of food is is one of my favorite, like (laughs) less serious things about like the cast. Because this cast, I think that's what I love. Um, The fact that we are laughing, that we have non-serious things while we also do very serious, heavy topics and episodes. And to me, it's that willingness to do those topics is just like my overall Main reason that I'm going to get into more when we're talking down the road, but just thinking about that, the fact that we've been able to intersperse these whole Melthos and Color Pie and other <laughs> kind of fun discussions, uh, like Alex and I got to have on this show the discussion of like is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, yeah. Before we even got into Color Pie in that episode of sandwiches, we had to establish what a sandwich was.
3: Yeah, and and those have been so much fun too. Just It's one of those things. I love when you can take a very silly thing, but take it seriously. Like that's one of my favorite forms of comedy, and that's what those are. We get to we get to very get into the nitty gritty about the color pie, but we're we're talking about
0: Thanksgiving food or whatever. Like we're talking about Mm. snacks. We're talking about food. This all started off as sauces. This was a Patreon a patron request episode yeah from from zach uh um who no longer actually plays magic um really so but but zach uh who was one of the early patrons suggested this as a topic and we just ran with it after doing sauces just to even start yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's been great and a lot of fun yeah that's a good pick
1: so that's mine all right tay do you have one or should i I i'll go um I'm gonna limit mine to the time since I've joined the show because I could go and pick plenty from beforehand and just fangirl over things that I was interested in. But mine are gonna be some of the the interviews that we've done with the authors, like Sean and McGuire and at Rivero, and really get to hear from them about you know what they put into their work and not just you know the discussion on. The story themselves, but how they kind of put in their own or or brought in their own mental health issues or uh, concerns and brought that into their story. Like, you know, um, Kay talking a lot about how fear shaped a bunch of that uh, storyline and. Uh, you know, I'd like being able to bring these people in and talk to them about their experiences. And, um, you know, I hope that our uh, listeners enjoy hearing that as much as I, I do, uh, talking to these people.
0: And I think that's to be, yeah, like, uh, the ones that we've had with other creatives and I'll, I'll use that term like broadly, but it makes me think of like the artists that we've had on the show too, um, You know, so this is a little bit of a content warning because we're talking mental health because that's what we do. Uh, But if you go back and listen to the um, the the episode with Ant Waters, uh, Ant talks about suicide in that episode. Actually, like very clearly, the suicide of his father, which was not something that he had even told Alex and I was a potential to come up during that episode, like. I still remember sitting there recording with somebody, you know, whose art that I, that, that that I admired. Um, and I think of this tale when you're mentioning the art, the the writers, because that's how I felt when I was, when, when we recorded with like them too, it's just, it's, it's just these people I'm in awe of who then all of a sudden share these pieces that they felt comfortable sharing with us. And I just, yeah. 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 Okay. so,
3: with that, I'll, I'll go with a little more broad, a little bit bigger than even what, what Hobbs is saying, and I can kind of narrow in a little more specific about myself. But honestly, the mental health focus that, that we didn't really start with, it wasn't outside of our original remit, but it became something that kind of when we hit that first mental health topic – those first sort of topics, it's like, this is, this is something we could keep talking about. I think it was a good topic for us that, um, well, even early on, like those were episodes two and three, we were talking about Gideon and, and some of the stuff going on with with him, um, and trauma. But like that sort of became a thing that we came back to. And, um, for myself that became, that helped me to see in my own life, like uh, like outside of just the podcast and talking about it, these were important conversations. And I was really glad that we were bringing them here and we were having these conversations. And I'm glad we continue to do so um, and that we have wonderful guests who come in to, to join us for some of those conversations too, to, to make a big emphasis of that and to make, to have, because it, it's such a, it's an easy thing to not want to talk about. They can be uncomfortable. They can be difficult. And, and especially, but that's part of why it's so important, but that helped bring those conversations, helped me start to bring those conversations in other places. I'm much more open at work talking about mental health things. Um, I started to advocate at my work to do some mental health stuff. And in the last couple of years, my, my work actually does stuff for mental health awareness month in May now every year they they have topics they do things and and some of them are, are smaller stuff and um, but some of it is bigger stuff a couple of years ago they had the the veterans group and the pride group together had a talk about suicidal ideation in an office because this is these are important conversations to have and that is I love being part of that those conversations and bringing them here in the cast but doing that here in the cast has helped me realize that's something I want to do in other
0: places in my life outside of it as well. So I'm curious for, for either of you and I don't know if it, how relevant it would be in, you know, uh, your, your work, but has the cast come up in a work setting for either of you? A little bit.
3: Um, I've, I've mostly, and I have talked to, to folks about it. Um, I have, we've have had some smaller things, my, um, especially, when everyone was working from home during the last few years, and people are still mostly working from home, but um, during the, the first couple of years of, of the COVID pandemic and things, my my department specifically, thirty-ish, forty-ish people, started to do weekly um, meetings. And part of that, they wanted to do, they did actual business talky things, but then it, we would do smaller things at the end. And some of it was just a quick question. We did that through sometimes, but they'd also went through and had people kind of share stuff about themselves and not even specific questions just i think they just call the five things just tell us five things about you and be like my favorite food is shrimp like that's a thing you know i have two dogs or whatever but so when i did that i talked about the podcast specifically and specifically um talked about mental health advocacy talked about the fact that i have social anxiety talk about some of that stuff I did that intentionally. In fact, most of those people would create their list and submit it to one of the people on our fund committee who did most of the talking. I think I'm the only person who actually like talked through their own set of things. And I even told her because she's on my actual team, too. And I'm like, I'll go through this myself just and especially I think with the experience of the podcast, I'm used to being in front of a microphone, sometimes talking to people Um, outside of that. It hasn't come up much for me.
1: Yeah, I'd say, you know, I brought it up a little bit when, um, especially like when we did uh, the panel episode, I brought it into as an example of things that were going on for Mental Health Awareness Week and our mental health channel at work and uh, showed off a little bit about what we were doing and talked a little bit about the podcast. So I've shown us off a little uh, and linked us in our very small magic channel that has maybe four people in it. Uh, But, uh, you know, I definitely had shared some stuff from episodes in my previous employer, uh, which had a much larger magic community um, Mm -hmm. and had occasionally shared some episodes in there and brought some work stuff in uh, on that. But uh, yeah, I've had the, I was happy to share the panel as um, part of mental health awareness
0: uh month content yeah so yeah, you I mean the panel I think was was like the main thing, um like I brought up uh so we have like a psychology staff meeting, and during the the pandemic again you, you i mean I think we see a lot of these things that have changed, but one of them was to start uh talking about what people were doing, even just related to more like social issues in general, and uh it was kind of funny because this was at the era when. Trump had basically said, like you know, like places we're not supposed to even talk about this stuff, like there was a whole issue where we're a psychology training program, and we have requirements by like the American Psychological Association of things we have to like train our 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 interns and stuff in the v a is one of the largest organizations in training in the in the nation, and then the president said, You can't teach diversity and have trainings on diversity." And like all of our staff is like, we we can't legally like be an accredited program if you take that away. And there was an interesting thing where our, our staff was basically like, great. So we're going to devote part of our staff meetings almost in like a, I, I don't know, civil disobedience in some ways, I guess, which is weird being that we're federal government. I hope I'm not going to get fired for just even saying this on, I'm not on work hours right now, so I'm allowed to say this. Um, But like, We started sharing things that we were doing in the wake of um, George Floyd in in Minnesota in particular. And at a time when Alex and I actually, at that point, um, had entered the pandemic, we were kind of doing the cast just by ourselves at that point before Taya had come on. Taya had been guesting, but we, you know, we Alex and I were like, we need to, like, we want to do this. And so I I brought it up in those contexts. Of just like, hey, we're doing this and it's not just like, yes, we're psychologists. Yes, there's mental health. But there's like a lot of other social things that I think that we're willing to discuss that. uh, Yeah, I have brought up in work settings. Um, That's why I was curious. Sorry. I don't know how we ended up here.
3: (laughs) We're talking about the cast. So I think that's introductions. We're only 20 minutes in. It's a pretty good start
0: um (laughs) so that's all of us so yeah like let's just wrap this up and we'll be out of here for (laughs) Uh,
3: so yeah so we wanted to talk kind of about i think and and some of that hits at least for me like one of the big things that what this cast has meant to me and i I think there's gonna be more of that conversation coming from the three of us as we go but we also kind of wanted to talk about some of what we got from from these recordings that that some folks in the community um, and, and former guests have sent us. And it's uh, not to, too far to put it, I guess, but community was a big was a big topic um,
0: that a lot of people hit. Yeah, I, I, I was not surprised as these were rolling in. I, I, so we when we put out this call. Basically saying, like, hey, share something about Goblin Lore that's either important to you, share some of what you do, however you want to do it. It was pretty open-ended, but we did want people to say just a little bit about, you know, what about Goblin Lore like pulls them in, keeps them listening. Cause, you know, I I, I will say, you know, like we could be shouting into the void. Um, I don't believe that is what's going on though. I do you know, Alex and I for a long time had to talk about the fact that we almost pretended like that's what happened, especially...
3: Um, yeah, especially early on when I started with, with my socials. Yeah. I, I literally was just pretending I was just talking to my two friends and no one would listen to this. Yeah. And, I mean, early on, that that wasn't untrue. <laughs> well beyond when it was no longer true. Oh, yeah. No, there you are, definitely there are had blinders on.
0: Of, you know, people are yeah. definitely
3: downloading this cast. So what do you mean?
0: <laughs> yeah wait you actually did put this out there (laughs) like (laughs) um but i I, you know like we are here at five years that is not a number that is is that typical for a magic cast that's a long time um i i expected to hear a lot about community um i'm glad to have heard a lot about community yeah yeah it, it it's it it was very nice to hear that,
3: um, like you say, Hobbs. It, it's a thing, it, a little facetiously, a little true. That that sort of is is how how my, I mentally sort of set it up for myself. But also, even later in, as it, it was obvious, people were actually listening to the show. It's 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 one thing to say this is kind of what we're we're trying to do, but it's another to actually get the feedback and and say, oh, this is what you're hitting, and that it was very nice to hear.
1: Yeah. It was uh, was really good to hear how many people appreciated the, especially our Discord community that we fostered, um, you know, which frankly does not talk a lot about the show. We have, you know, one channel that talks <laughs> about the show and it's, it's not our a very active channel. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. yeah
1: um you know we really do have a community of people who talk more about you know what's going on in their lives than they do about magic
3: which in a lot of ways feels appropriate as, as one of the the recordings we have points out it you know our our cast doesn't talk a whole lot about magic some but not a ton and i think it feels kind of appropriate that our our discord is less about our cast and more about just the community and the people who are there Not none about the cast, but it is is not the main thing. That topic of conversation there for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't think it's. There is stuff about magic. There is a lot of magic discussion of different formats, and you know the various story. There's
3: a lot of conversation about story at at certain points. Not a lot of story lately, but there are some when there's some significant story goings on. There's some conversation back and
0: forth. I actually think it's a cool microcosm of uh, what the show does. Like our channels are a lot of times, um, they have everything from like art to people with people showing off their own art, showing off their own promos, the story, um, things that people do outside of magic, their pets, their food. Mm -hmm. It it hits on this idea that it's beyond magic. Um, uh, So Alex, one of the things that you have said for a long time that's always stuck with me is that idea that right like it's when 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 your identity becomes only this one thing how difficult that is right Mm -hmm. especially if you're not having a good engagement with that hobby or that that thing right and if that's so much of your identity is wrapped up in it um that's where we can struggle that's where i've seen it on online i think a lot where where magic is a person or it seems that way and we don't get to know a lot more about them. And that's why our discord I find is like, it's not, it's all the aspects of people's lives. The The things that we want to highlight on the show are coming through in that discord. And I'm not like active in a lot of discords. I'll be very honest. Um I try, I, I like, I want to be, I would like to be more and I just, I'm not good at doing it. I come back to ours because of the people who are in that and are talking daily.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And it's like, I'm not, I'll be a perfect honest, I'm not terribly active even in ours, but it's, it's such a great community for that. And, and yeah, it goes to that point that it, it, it allows, we're not just a magic. We're not a magic. You're not just a magic podcast though. We kind of fit in there. We talk about magic. We talk about the game, but we talk about a lot of different aspects of the game. Um, And, and that holds true for the, for the discord. There's magic stuff in there. There's podcast stuff in there, but there's, a lot of other things like and, and, you know, we're kind of making channels as we, as we go a little bit. It's a small community that it kind of grows as we come to a different topic. Like relatively recent, we just have the games that aren't magic channel that at some point maybe we have to split that into to more granular things. But it's just been nice to have places to have those conversations and to be more to have more points to your identity, to have more where you can kind of share that with this community and you don't have to just be about magic with these magic folks and then go find some other place to be about just this other thing with them. We can kind of come to this space and be about multiple things and share all of that.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it's been a really good place to uh, hang out. Even before I joined the cast, I, I liked being a member of the community and the discord and, being there, you know, especially the the mental health related channels where people post their struggles and you know what they're celebrating today and just having the camaraderie around that is you know,
0: it's it's a really good place. And I I would say too like the respect that people have for each other and and for what the channel kind of represents like we literally have a yell into the void channel and people are very clear at times do i need something or or you know like it's like you know people aren't just like trying to like minimize the yelling <laughs> you know like no. i think we have other places where people are going to offer support and help and jump to more of that role a lot of times the yell into the void is literally just like allowing that to be done and mm-hmm. have people like acknowledge that they saw it like nothing yeah. more than that yeah. I love, I love the emote game on the
3: server. That's a, a couple of, <laughs> of, of, discord servers I'm on who are, are good at that, but I love that support. That isn't, we just get to put that little emote and we're like, we saw, we acknowledge, you know, the hearts, the hug there's, and other things in other places too. You know, I, I always, as a, as a, as a Melthos, as a, as a big Mel, I enjoy the putting a emote of a cat under a picture of a cat and such. That's always yeah. feels resonant for me. But. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it, it's something, there's something in my brain or that just is very satisfied by, it. Oh, someone posted a picture of a turtle. Is there a turtle in here? Yeah, there yeah. it is.
1: I'm happy. There's a hedgehog emoji. <laughs>
3: That's what I was thinking of that one too.
0: Yep. Yeah. Congrats on the hedgehog, by the way,
1: <laughs> oh, has thanks.
0: that been announced on the show? We talk so much about Callie.
1: No, we haven't, we haven't announced on the show. I got, I got a hedgehog uh, named Selena. Um, she's adorable, very spiky. And, uh, just getting her acclimated to living in the house and a new place. Posting lots of pictures of her to, uh, to the discord and also to my social media.
0: So outside of community, the other thing that I think I heard the most kind of in these clips that you're going to be hearing uh, just as a precursor is, is mental health Um, to the surprise. I think once again, of, of no one, Um, as Alex said, it didn't, it started out as, you know, magic lore meets the real world and Mm -hmm. that that was pretty broad at that point too like we hit mental health right out the gate i I always talk about this like our second episode was ptsd and gideon it wasn't like we were shying away from this stuff
3: yeah um but it, it it took a little while for it to be a main pillar but yeah it was there right away it was in the mix early on
0: and i think it's been one of those as time's gone on it's just become like mental health encompasses health or it encompasses like so many areas and permeates so many areas mm-hmm. I, I feel like even if we're not specifically doing mental health we're doing mental health which to me is the point yeah um yeah, yeah. i mean and it, it's a topic that
3: works really well for all of us like all the hosts who've been on the cast it it fits well there and also i say that's probably the main thing part of why I think we've been going as long as we have is because we kind of just, we record what we want to record and we do what we want to do and it works. So then, but it, there's also not a lot of that specific niche. We're, we're pretty, pretty niche, but that means there isn't a lot of other, convers- there, those conversations aren't happening in a lot of other places. And so, you know, the, the fact that we're talking about them here gives people who want to ha- hear about that stuff and be part of those conversations, gives them a place here
0: which i love. Well, I'll say the willingness of, of, you know, all of us Mm -hmm. to share personal experiences, to share personal anecdotes. It's not just completely removed from who we are. Right. You know, it's not just, Oh, I'm going to talk about this through the lens of another person in an academic sort of way. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it's also like, no, that this is also how it specifically is me. Yeah. Um, That I think our host and I think the guests that we've, had on have had a willingness to, mm-hmm. to do And willingness is always a big topic for me.
3: Yeah. I mean, and, and there can be a place for that, but I, that works really well for us to have that specific and that personal and to go into writing. One of the things that I tend to bring in here and there um, throughout our whole run, that's that, that is a sometimes seemingly contradictory thing. But if you're trying to write br- Sort of broadly to broad things, to broad people, it doesn't really engage. Um, More often, if you are very specific and personal about a personal experience and specific things and circumstances, that will actually have broader appeal because even people for whom, even for people who did not have those specific experiences and don't touch on that, there can still be more resonance and it feels more personal. It feels more engaging because I think it feels more real. (laughs) There's a person in that. And as a a, a species who's big on community and and being grouped together, I don't know, I kind of lost the thread there, but that having that personal connection, even if it's to someone very different, is has more appeal, has more stickiness than a story or a conversation that's just leading in generalities.
0: I know that for me, a lot of times that's, I struggle. I'm, I'm an analogy person. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the therapy that I do is very analogy based, which is actually what's very helpful for me. Um, because like why I like the show and why I like doing the type of therapy that I do is like, it's very analogy based because Mm -hmm. that's how my brain works. And it, it, you know, like it's finding what works for each person. But I think that having something that I can tie it back to while still being specific, because it's easier for me if I'm not just trying to, you know, almost like spout platitudes or mm-hmm. these concepts. It, it, it to actually give it something, some meat to it. Um, it's it's just more. It just for me, it, it helps make that connection a lot stronger.
5: Okay,
0: thought
3: I had something to add there, but I've lost thread somewhere. So,
0: I mean, the thread was <laughs> like, mental health. I don't. I don't know mental yeah, health. <laughs> like I, I thought I felt
3: like I had something else to relate to that or build yeah. off of that, but I, I, I would can't just
1: hide it. you know, I would say for me it's one of the things that and it made me want to be a part of this show and um join the cast was you know, how important it is as part of the cast and I'm happy to be here.
0: Uh, oh, I'm gonna like I'm getting close to tearing up myself. Like honestly today. Like I just there's I don't know. Doing this has been a, a heavy emotions for me, just kind of mm-hmm. um sitting down with friends um and people that I consider so important in my life to talk about a show that's then gonna be put out there for others. Uh one mm-hmm. of the things that has been during the pandemic was this show was a way to just continue having some social connections. Mm-hmm. I mean, we keep coming back to this. I mean, it's the community, it's the social connection, but I mean, I there was even a couple of people that mentioned like like the cast in some ways, they, they didn't have necessarily as much of a community, uh, especially during the pandemic. And so I think it's a lot of what Alex and I talked about and then having the guests that we did and bringing in people like Taya, just to begin with was because it was like, these were the people I wanted to talk to on a week-in, week-out basis. And the show gave a like, pretense because like, mm-hmm. i'm not just good about like just I don't, oh, it's yeah. hard for me to carve out time to just have conversations it's harder mm-hmm. for me yeah uh, but a show that's a way to do it <laughs> yeah
3: yeah and and it's just the the yeah the folks that we've gotten to talk to over the years from from you know just people immediately in our community um and up to people who are in wider magic things up to people who are outside of the magic community who we've gotten to, to talk to sometimes it's it's just really kind of
0: incredible I, I think it's funny that there was a couple of people from like the minnesota like community <laughs> that we just had on because like we hadn't even talked to them in like a yeah. year well, yeah no was... longer could see them oh that was well, oh.
3: Eric, like I'm trying to think who was Ryan, Ryan for sure recording. That was during, um, when I was, when I broke my leg and I was staying with my parents, so I was like, not only was that early 2021. Yeah. Was that 21? Um, or 20, I think it was 21 regardless. Like not only was it, you know, pandemic things we're trying not to, to see people, but then I'm like, I'm up North. I'm not even in my own home. I'm not anywhere near, we're, you know, i'm not going to work i'm up just hanging out with my parents because i broke my leg and have a hard time getting around and i've been old that's a whole thing and so it's just like i've been talked to eric for a while <laughs> let's talk about music and magic and record <laughs> with eric because that would be great and so yeah just as a way to connect with friends reconnect with friends talk to them who we haven't seen for a while or to connect with people for the first time like hey i talked i talked to you on the cast for the first time ever and it's just it was it's been a great vehicle to have for social stuff community things that's what we're talking about
0: so i you know I, we have these clips that we're going to be playing for you uh mm-hmm. we don't ha- we have actual now that we are back um and by say back is that we actually um have guests scheduled again and more of a look at change in our schedule so that we are hopefully going to be back now from where we were kind of pre-May, where things kind of did fall off a little bit, just in terms of just consistency for, well, we were getting episodes out, but for the three of us to be able to sit down and to get guests on. Um <laughs> I'm just excited, like, going into year six now of this cast. Uh, yeah. Is there anything either of you wanted to kind of share or talk about before we kind of, like, play the clips? I got one more. Uh, you Yeah.
1: I was just gonna say, uh, we need to make sure that uh, we give a special thanks to Jay for his clip. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our our wonderful competitors over at the Vorthos cast were nice <laughs> nice enough to chime in uh, and wish us a happy fifth yes. anniversary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Jay.
3: Yeah. Yep. And and I, I would just want to say, and this is a thing I know you and I have talked about Hobbes, but I wanted to mention something Paul said in his recording uh, before kind of coming into the community and kind of being part of this, didn't really consider himself a goblin person. I think it's a similar thing for you and I, Hobbes. Like, for me, I thought Goblin Lore was a fun name. It was a cool play like I on the card and the fact that we were going to kind of be talking about more, ne- you know, we didn't have like specific stuff we were going to be talking about lore, but maybe more weird and more random and some of that. I mean, even our first episode is literally what did Joe call it? Like our favorite garbage lore or something. Our favorite garbage lore. That's literally <laughs> the name in the in the thing. Um, and so I didn't have a lot of identity to goblins, but I thought, oh, it's a cool name. It's that's fine. That's cool. But then, over the years, have have really started to feel that you know that strong community, and that's a thing that we've we've realized that we've, there's a lot of a strong community elements to goblins in magic and and really feel a good a, a good resonance there, a good fit there. And so I,
0: I did want to give a shout out to that as well, because goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous
4: in numbers. Hello, I am Jay Anelli, Magic's Lore Master and co-host of the Vorthos Cast Podcast. In honor of five years of the Goblin Lore Podcast, I'd like to share one of my favorite flavor texts in Magic. They're still here? The cockroach may have finally met its match. Thank you, and congratulations.
5: Goblin Lore Podcast to me is something that's found its own special niche within the MTG community episodes, are fantastic guests that they've brought on have been willing to share some actually incredibly tough stories, and it's something that everybody should actually just give a watch or listen to. As far as a community that they've built, Hobbs, Taya, and Alex have fostered an incredible community. It's full of people. We're there to support each other through all the hard times, and even more than that, we're also there to help celebrate each other with all the victories that we're willing to share with each other. It's a fantastic place that's just welcoming, inclusive, meant to be special to everybody who's willing to come in.
6: What's up? It's Jeffrey Palmer, Living Cards MTG. Uh, heard it's the fifth anniversary for Goblin Lore Pod. First of all, congratulations. Um, me, myself... I'm a big fan. I was on the show and it went pretty well. They asked me about lore and goblins and what the heck I was doing, which is all I ever want out of a conversation. So, you know, congrats on five years of doing that. And I hope you do five more. And then after that, we'll maybe do some more. I don't know, I'm not making the rules here, but anyway, uh, cheers. Kyle from Florida here. Wanted to give all of Goblin Lore a congratulations on five years. I may not be able to listen to every episode, but there are a couple things I know I can always count on Goblin Lore for. One is a safe place if things are going wrong. I know that it is a safe and welcoming place to either talk with the cast or um, listen. I I know it's going to be good things for me. I want to thank you all for... The laughs over the years but also despite all the laughs using magic as a common ground to talk about really big and weighty things as well Uh, whether it be grief and loss or parenting or what it means to be a man like it's just it's a lot of very things that most people shy away from but goblin lore takes the the common ground and common language of magic and really talks about it. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Here's hoping for another five years.
7: Hi, this is Michelle Rapp here to celebrate the five year anniversary of Goblin Lord podcast. I can't believe it's been five years, five years since we created the idea of Ravnica the musical. I really hope that one day we actually get to put it on because I would love to see what a theater kid can make of a shark toe costume that would simply be stupendous and it would be wonderful on the other hand we have reality and the reality is that you know we have had this podcast for so long it's been amazing um you certainly lasted longer than many things in the magic community but that makes this podcast even more wonderful and more precious. It's just an incredible, educational, thoughtful, wonderfully compassionate part of this community. I feel very lucky to have been part of this community and this podcast on several occasions, uh, not, le- uh, not least of which has been the Minneapolis Magic Con panel that we did on mental health with Hobbs and Taya, other hosts. It's been an incredible time and an incredible ride. I look forward to so many more years of engaging with this community, engaging with this podcast, wonderfully um, talking with its hosts. And I've been also happy to consider all of them. My, my dear, dear friends. It's been a real comfort in the past couple of years since I've moved cross country to Boston from San Francisco and also become a mother to a chubby-cheeked six-month-old who loves to make noises that sound like an 80-year-old chain smoker. Well, that's me, and I guess I will see you around next time, and ho- hopefully, maybe by that point, I will have penned a song or two for this musical that really just needs to happen. Okay, take care. See you on Mastodon at Kilnfiend Potter. Or, I'm still on Twitter a little bit, at Kelnfeen Potter, and on Instagram, at Kelnfeen Pottery. Take care, and see ya. Bye!
4: Finally, months later, a little bit of peace and quiet. Boys are outside, and I can do this very belatedly, which seems in character. What does Goblin Lore Podcast and the group mean to me? Twofold, the Goblin Lore podcast itself is. It's often said that Magic the Gathering is more about the gathering than the magic, particularly with Commander and social gaming, not so much the um, competitive or tournament scene. It's like magic is a vehicle to facilitate interacting with people that you enjoy. So only a third of what you're there for when magicing is the game itself. The other two thirds is just the people that you want to hang out with. And the podcast hits that perfectly because maybe a third of the content is actually about magic. The rest of it is human rights, social justice, and a huge focus on mental health. And those are things that matter very much to me. Those are things that matter very much to people and gaming spaces. And the fact that the podcast, you know, doesn't just stick to magic, but instead is about the gathering is perfect. Personally, the other part of this is that this crew itself, the community created by and around the hosts, you know, the Goblin Lore crew, the Discord, um, the people who sometimes get to meet up at events and whatnot. Boy, is there there's a lot of shared value there when you have unabashedly you know bumbling rambling neurodivergent dorky hosts just being their authentic selves and talking about things that matter and really making it clear that people matter more than anything else and that it's okay to be flawed it's okay to work towards bettering yourself and to give yourself space when that doesn't go smoothly it attracts a particular type of person a particular mindset and the goblin lore crew hosts and uh community is those are my people you know goblins ride together the very first episode that i uh listened to was actually Hobbs doing a solo about Angrath and being a father. And it hit me, you know, right when I was coming to terms with a lot of realities about being a father and whether I was good enough or not. Uh, I have two disabled children. I'm a disabled parent. And knowing how we are going to fit into this world when it's explicitly not made for us, and whether or I'll ever be good enough, um, he might as well have been speaking straight to me and it hooked me from day one, the willingness of people to be vulnerable and to talk about the challenges in our lives to, I don't know, uh, to celebrate even the small victories in each other's lives. That's a community. And you don't get that kind of community. You don't get that kind of group. You don't get that kind of space without fostering it, without nurturing it. And the Goblin Lore crew has definitely created that. And it has been monumentally important for me when I feel that I don't fit in many other spaces to have this one. So... Thank you for everything that you've done, for the place you've created, and for just being your wonderful dorky selves.
2: This is Mike Wildspeaker, friend and fan of Goblin Lore. I want to give a big congratulations to the five-year milestone of the podcast and to thank you for your presence in the magic community, being spokespeople, spokesgoblins, for a whole litany of important topics, and being so intentionally, purely, and consistently positive. Fostering a positive community is what I do too. I've been running my game club in the Milwaukee Public High School that I teach at for 12 years now. It started with my own bulk magic and game collection, and with generous support from the community donating to the club, it has blossomed into a huge after-school crew full of commander pods, D&D campaigns, and sprawling tabletop gaming library that gets pulled out and played on the big science lab benches in my classroom. A classroom that I've lovingly adorned with fantasy art that is as diverse as my students are. The popularity of the club coincides with its two most popular games, Magic and D&D, making conscious choices to be more inclusive in their representation. And every week I get to see why this matters, as kids make their first impressions of these games and worlds and decide more and more often That this is for me. This game club is one of the things that really buoyed my community through the pandemic. I did curbside pickup of gaming supplies I just gave away everything I could for kids to use at home and we met virtually just like we held class. But this was full of student-led unstructured time with no educational agenda. We just gamed and laughed and kept the gathering going. Once school resumed, the club immediately popped off as popular as ever. Everything I do there is to try and shape the formative experience of the next generation of gamers for the better, which is why I feel such resonance with what Goblin Lord does. Thanks for the community you've helped build and make better and inspire me to encourage the next generation to connect with and benefit from as well. Thanks for giving me the space to talk about what the gathering has meant to me. This was at Mike Wildspeaker on Twitter.
5: Hi, this is Scott Massey. You might know me as Darth Massey on
3: Discord. The Goblin Lore Podcast means a lot to me. um, It's a great way to learn more about uh, feelings through the lens of magic. Uh, It's a great way to learn a little bit more about yourself while still enjoying the game that we all love. Um, And the best part about it to me is honestly the online community of being able to chat with everybody else that also enjoys the show.
8: Hi, my name is Paul, my pronouns are he, him, and what the Goblin Lore Podcast really means to me is um, it is honestly my community for Magic the Gathering. I started playing when I was much, much younger. Um, my first pack was way back in Ice Age. I still remember pulling out Tinderwall um, and just, I was so enchanted by. The whole story that was being told through the art through the car. there was this idea of like you could be uh, this person doing things uh, stopping people making decisions um, and i just found it really really engrossing and interesting when i was much younger um, but after playing for several years uh, getting into high school and then later college um, i just didn't have the time or didn't make the time to continue going out to my lgs and playing there Um, About five years ago, I stumbled across Arena um, and remembered all the great times that I used to have playing Magic at my LGS, um, and it was really able to kind of bring me back into Magic again. Uh, But as a father, as a husband, um, as someone who lives in a place where it's just geographically difficult for me to get out to an LGS and play uh, in person with other people in paper, Arena was really the way that I found that I could engage with the game. Uh, But that kind of left this gap. Um, There wasn't any gathering for me. Uh, I started checking out different content creators, um, getting into Limited, which I'd never really played when I was younger, um, and finding different podcasts with strategy and tips to be a better player, be a little spiky, Um, but eventually I wound up going through uh, certain other content creators, and I think it was actually Shivam and Casual Magic um, that brought me to the Goblin Lore podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, there was a recommendation to check out uh, an episode about coping with social anxiety, um, which was a couple years old at the time that I discovered it, and I was absolutely hooked at that point. Um, I can't believe, honestly, that it's been less than a year since I discovered it, because within listening to the first few episodes, um, hearing that shout-out for the Linktree, I was going to check out just... Um, the different discounts and ways to support the show. Uh, But what caught my eye was the fact that there was a Discord. Um, I'm not a big social media user. I'm not a very outgoing person. I'm very introverted. So I don't do the Facebooks and Twitter and stuff like that, Um, but happened to already have Discord for playing Pokemon Go with people in my community. Um, And in joining that Discord community, I was just blown away at um, how awesome it was to have like-minded people there at my disposal, you know, kind of whenever I needed them, whenever I was able to engage um, on so many different topics um, that meant so much to me as well. Um, There was silliness, there was venting, there were people talking about politics, but in a a meaningful way and from perspectives that I shared. Um, I just can't imagine not having access to that at this point. Um, So, I guess in a roundabout way, like, maybe I engage with the Discord even more than I do with the podcast at this point, but really it gives me that other half of what Magic the Gathering is or was when I was younger in finding like-minded people. We all have this common point of reference, but we can come together um, and support each other and be so much more in so many different ways than what I was expecting. Um, I was a little nervous at first joining that Discord because I don't consider myself to be a terribly goblin-like person. Um, I tend to be, uh, in the real world, a little more Azorius, leaning um, into Esper maybe, but because everyone has been so awesome, um, so open, so kind, um, I never felt excluded or unwelcome for a moment. So that's really what, um, the show and the community means to me.
2: The most amazing thing about the Goblin Lore podcast is the hosts who do a phenomenal job of being open and honest while crisscrossing mental health, magic, the gathering, and their personal experiences. One of the few podcasts that I can say has regularly made me cry. Their interviews also just absolutely stand out for their ability to be informative and fun. Highly recommend.
7: Goblin Lore is definitely a podcast.
9: And that's our show for today. You can find all of the hosts on Twitter for now. Hobbs can be found at HobbsQ. Taya can be found at Taya Transcends. And Alex can be found at Mel underscore Chronicler. Feel free to send us any questions, comments, thoughts, hopes and dreams to the Goblin Lord Pod on Twitter or email us at goblinlordpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you would like to support your friendly neighborhood gobslugs, our link tree can be found on our Twitter account and in the description of today's show. This has everything from various discount codes to the link for our Patreon. The music for today's show was by Vintergotten, who can be found at vintergotten at bandcamp.com. The art was done by Stephen Raphael, who can be found at Steve Ruffle on Twitter. Goblin Lore is proud to be presented by Hipsters of the Coast as part of their growing Forthos content. Check them out on Twitter at HipstersMTG or online at hipstersofthecoast.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers.